welcome back to the Pint of Politics podcast. This is episode number 56. Big one today. Not really. I don't know why I said that. 56 is not, a, not an important number. But it is big in the it's sense awesome. that we've got, we've got Sam back uh, after hey, his about four weeks away. I don't know how long it was. Far too long. Uh-huh. Anyway, how are you, mate? I'm cracking. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Um, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. Been a bit ill the start of the week, but yeah, we heard. How's it now? <laughs> it's actually all right now. To be fair, I feel all right. I've not even had any like antibiotics or anything. Just mate, um, you're built different. I don't know. Maybe I'm just flushing it out myself. But um, yeah, it's all good. So yeah, what about you, Liam? How are you? Everyone? Very well, mate. I'm just enjoying a. Um... Well, let's let's let you uh, enter the beers first because your sounds more exquisite than mine. To be fair, well, yeah. So, I am drinking a. It's called Libertine. It's a black IPA from Brewdog. Um, basically, got it in like one of those like random boxes. You know, those like random beer boxes that you get in a month. It's pretty decadent. Not gonna lie. What's that? I just got that on Connor Bingo. So now, now on Connor Bingo, it's, I got this in one of these boxes. You know one of those boxes? That's on Connor Bingo, along with my cousin Stuart. My cousin Stuart. Stuart. That's on Connor Bingo. And, right, yeah, so, oh, mate. Don't worry, I'll post Connor Bingo this week on the page. Anyway, shut up. It's 7.2%, it's 7. so it's a bit Ooh. of a strong one. Liam, what are you drinking, mate? Uh, I'm just on like a, a nice Guinness, but um, considering it's come out of a can, like you both commented before we even started recording, how fucking lovely it looked. It looked very good, man. You know what? For a can of Guinness, it's actually, you have to pour it in a glass. You can't drink a can of Guinness out of the can. Right. That's like smackhead behaviour. Um, <laughs> when you pour it in a glass, mate. Woo! Decent, very decent. Sam is on water, am I right? Because you've got yeah. football later. Liam's yeah. already finished his pint. Good man. How many? Three minutes in. Um, anyways, we'll crack on with what we're going to talk about this week. So the first thing, I was actually, to be fair, I'm actually going to change the agenda, you know, because I feel like this is really uncontroversial. Oh. I was going to talk about the Cressida Dick resigning, but to be honest, I Hashtag don't... Dick out. Hey, brilliant. <laughs> um, that's what got you banned from the local kids park, isn't it? Uh, no comment. <laughs> Um, Wait, yeah, no. No, I'm not saying that. Flat, but I'm definitely not a paedophile. Yeah, to be fair, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting to that. I've, I'm going to get to that point where I'm going to have to start putting in my Twitter by all views of my own and not those of my employer. So that's what I've already got like, in mind. Yeah, I know you have. I've seen it. Um, anyways, I was going to talk about Christina Dick resigning, but I don't feel like much can be said about it. Really, she's gone. That's it. It's that's a line can be drawn under the shambles that the Met Police was under her. Whether they're going to change or not, I don't know. But I, I feel think... like I feel like that's a bit of a cop out for her. Though. I think we should have a little to brief two minute summary of how horrific her tenure's been. Do you want to do you want to summarise it then? Well, I think the, the main thing to me is that whilst they were out, like the Tories were partying, so uh, whilst everyone else was getting fines, that's one thing. And whilst one of their one of their own coppers literally went out and raped and murdered a, a woman, and instead of showing solidarity with women in London who were holding a vigil, they decided to just start knocking the shit out of them as well. Um, and that was all under her tenure. I think the tenure's been no, nothing but laughable and disgraceful, to be honest. She's just an upholder of the elite, and yeah, a complete useless sack of shit, to be honest. So yeah, that's that's a nice little summary. 
in 30, 60 seconds of what I think of Christina Dick. Fantastic. Cheers for that. Um, so, yeah, anyway, instead of talking about her, because um, I feel like it's not enough that can be said about her, we're going to talk about um, Prince Andrew again. He's cropped up on the agenda, probably for, the, I think it's the second time this year, in, in as many, maybe as many weeks that we've had to speak about him. Um, just dick out too. <sighs> fuck's sake. Um, anyway, so if, you, if you're unaware of the news, he's basically reached an out-of-court settlement with what's her name Virginia is it Virginia Goff or I don't know how to pronounce the last name it's, bit... or something, isn't it? so yeah. it's, it's an interesting last name anyway reaching out of court settlement with a uh, rumoured to be 12 million pounds of taxpayers money it is a taxpayer's money are you sure it's Dutch of Lancaster what that's does that mean they... then so that's a whole separate estate so we give the Queen fuck tons of money anyway that goes straight to the royal purse but she's been even though she's been funding out of her own wallet, she's been paying for his legal defence and everything, and she'll pay the fine out of the Duchy of Lancaster, which is just a various How does that, how does that make money? It's through it revenues. Like a, it sounds like a bit of a loophole to me, this man. No, like no, a- no, no, no. It's the Queen's own estate. It's the own, it goes into Privy Council purse, so it's completely separate. How does they've that had, make money, though? Because they've got, rev- it's various estates, they've got revenues and own investment portfolios. Literally, if you look it up, it will explain what the Duchy of Lancaster is, and it explains... So they've made money using taxpayers' money to invest in various portfolios. No, it was given to them. They've had, this, they've had this estate, these estates from the 1300s. It's completely separate. Yeah, but what, they're, peasants, they're, what peasants did they seize that off in the 1300s to start turning over? But it's not like we're giving that. It's not like we're handing over taxes now to, fund, to settle this. Okay, yeah, I, fair enough. Okay, this is it's by the by anyway. Um He's still a nod. Okay, it's not taxpayer. Oh, he's still a nod. I'm not, I'm not trying to defend him. I was just saying, we're going to... Okay. We might as well be accurate about it. Taxpayer's money. He's, basi- he's basically... Prince Andrew's gone, Mum, <laughs> I've fucked up here. It is his mum, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Apparently, she's, apparently she's her, um, he's her favourite son as well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think that says a lot about the Queen herself. Is her favourite son. But, but yeah, basically, it's, it's mental that He's he's reached, like I say, reached a settlement, which basically means that no, he, he won't stand in front of a court of law um, and will never stand in front of a court of law. And you said about this earlier, Liam, I, I think you've seen it, I've seen it on your Twitter or something. You were saying that there's got to be a point where like certain crimes are just so bad that this kind of thing can't be, like, this, this kind of thing can't happen. Like, it's, it's you know what I mean? You couldn't have like an out of court settlement for like a murder. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there exactly, is, exactly. It was done over a civil... She did it for a civil route, though. She didn't go for a criminal route, which is why he was able to do this. Even so... Like, no, no, I get... It should, there, should, there should still be grounds where she can go to trial, yeah. criminal trial. The grounds of this ilk, like, regardless of whether they've ended up in civil court or court, like a criminal court of law, there, should be, there shouldn't be loopholes around, well, I'm just going to get a payout. And, like, to be honest, there's two, two, two points I want to make on this. So a few people have been like, oh, look, the fucking bitch, you just after a payout. So, first of all, who cares if she was just after a payout? Something awful's happened to her. Who gives a shit if she's got a payout? But for me, I don't think that he the cop-out should be... Because 12 million quid to him and to the royal family is, is pennies. To, to someone yeah. like her, who's quite obviously not like a multi... Plus, she's a multi-millionaire now, but probably wasn't beforehand. 12 million pounds is a lot of money. You'd be, you can set yourself up with that. But to the Queen and, and the, the royal family, it means nothing. So, the fact that he can just be like, sound, pay that off, I'm out of it, scot-free... It's that's ridiculous. If he'd murdered someone, he wouldn't then be able to turn around and pay the family or his twelve million pounds. I'm not on a murder charge. And in my in my opinion, being a, a nonce is worse than being a murderer. 
Because at least with being a murderer, sometimes it's obviously it's never excusable, but sometimes you can see the reasoning behind behind all, the murder. All good, all good sentences start with, well, at least with being a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, if you let me finish my point, don't yeah, take yeah. my contact. Right. At least with some murders, you can at least see the reason behind it. For example, I've said it before, if someone had their entire wife, like wife and kid killed by someone and went and killed that person, although murder can never be fully justified, there's at least reason about it. There's never, ever, ever any reasoning behind being a dirty little nonce. There's just not. There's no reasoning behind it at all. So for me, that is a worse crime. So the fact that he's managed to bail himself out by paying 12 million quid to somebody to get away scot-free from being a paedophile is just insane. Oh, it stinks! Yeah, it's, no, it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. The whole the thing is, I'm not just saying that, like you know me, any any opportunity to try and slander the royal family, I will do. But I'm not even just saying this because this is the royal this family. Is a more general point I, as well. This is just a general point. Yeah, that if if someone who was poor, who was a nonce, would be straight in prison because they're a nonce, and quite rightly so. Someone who's poor who committed a murder would be straight in prison. Someone who's rich who'd committed a murder probably would have more chance of getting away with it, but would still go to prison. So why is someone who's rich who's a clear paedophile not going to prison as a poor person would? Only a rich person who's a paedophile would get away with it, is my point as well. Well, it's, um, it's, it's, evade, it's evading justice, isn't it, at the end yeah, of the day? And that's that's surely a, a failing of the justice. I know it's, in a, it's the, the US courts and the US justice system, but surely it's a failing of, of a system that, claims to be a justice system it's not delivering justice how is that justice it, i mean obviously it's up to the victim and she has chosen to to take this yeah maybe she didn't want any further and no and 100 i'm not saying to her you know i'm not saying i'm not going to say anything bad about her because to be honest you know like say she's the victim uh of this and at the end of the day 12 million pounds is a massive massive amount of money mm. and the amount of stress that she has already gone through and will have to go through in you know further weeks if she and months and years if she carried on and tried to pursue an actual trial would probably be quite horrific so i don't blame her for taking the 12 million pounds. honestly really really don't i think i'd probably do the same um but it is the, the the fact that this thing can even happen. You've got a question. Well, where's where's the justice? It's not it's not being delivered because ultimately someone who, again, you know, you can't say for definite, but I think probably, but someone who's probably committed crimes, sexual they don't crimes pay out against somebody children. twelve million yeah. pounds. You that, you are but, not guilty. Liam, I saw you like. I just, don't, I just don't want. I just don't want the MI5 at my door. That's it. I don't. Liam, want I saw be, you I like that. Princess Diana in the back of an. You like that tweet? It's like uh, the Duke of whatever it is paid twelve million pounds or something. He never met something he did. He never done. He never done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah, how, it said to like, how honourable was it from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how honourable was it for the Duke? Yeah, it just felt, felt like it's been nice. To pay out twelve million pounds <laughs> to somebody he'd never met for something, something. he'd never done. How honourable? <laughs> it's mental. Isn't it? it's, no, it's, it's absolutely mental. But this is what I mean. It's you know. Ultimately, what we've got now is someone who's committed sexual crimes against children who's allowed to just walk free because he had because he has a lot of money. That's what you that's what it's boiled down to. It's mental, isn't it? And it's it's just it, yeah. I, I I don't really know what else you can you can say about it. It's it's just it's despicable, unfair. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Honestly. Uh, Honestly, a bit, well, bit, nothing's going to happen now. This is just going to be one of those things. It might be like a sort of Jimmy Savalesque situation where, like, after he dies, everyone finds out he's a massive, massive nonce. Or worse than he is, yeah. Yeah. Michael Jackson as well. Or everyone knew before. Allegedly. All right, if he wasn't, he did a great job at making everyone think he was. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, if he wasn't a paedophile, he, he was the king of making everybody think that he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was an expert at it. He had a master's yeah, degree making people think he was a paedophile. <laughs> it's not the kind of thing you want, is it? <laughs> you had it at the wall when the kids came over. He's like, look, I'm not a paedophile. I've got a master's degree saying I can't be one. I'm just very good at acting. I'm like just one. very good at pretending to be one. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, yeah. <laughs> Oh dear, man. Um, yeah. Anything more to add on on Prince Andrew? Really, I feel like there's not really much you can say about it. I mean, we're not spoke about it in great depth, but not really. Yeah. Just... It'll be interesting to see if, like you said, anything further comes out. If they, yeah. The thing is, surely, surely, right? Hang on. Surely, there's got to be other people who who can. I know she was the main one, but surely other people. If if Prince Andrew was knocking about on Epstein's island as reportedly mm. as he was, then surely there's more people who have got stories about him. Who've I've asked got, got, And not, not only that, not only that now, um, because of this payout, this is what I mean, that this is why another reason why I don't agree with the whole payout, keep your mouth shut system, is because the sort of like, the branches off this now is you're going to get loads of people, whether it's true or not, coming out, putting in claims against him to try and make money. If if the crime that he'd committed had been just like the justice had been served and he'd served a sentence or whatever, that's it then. But now it leaves a whole open door. So you're gonna get you're gonna get girls who have quite quite horrifically been abused by him coming out and trying to get the same thing or trying to get justice themselves. But you're also going to get people who are just going to come out and make up a load of bullshit as well to try and get a few quid. And the, the actual victims of this are now going to get drowned out even more because you're going to get these knobheads coming in making claims, as you always do when you get high-level celebrities who've been accused of crimes like this. You always get a few who, who try it on, don't you, and make a few quid on the yeah, side. Yeah. So it's just going to fucking make a massive mountain. Well, I don't want to call it a molehill because it's quite... Quite, quite clearly an awful thing to happen to a lot of people, but it's going to exacerbate the situation more instead of d- delivering justice as it should, I think. Mm, yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just one of them. It's it's, it's a bit, it's, it's disappointing, I think, was the word I... I, I but I was, yeah. I was speaking to, like, people about this and, like, I was speaking at... We was talking about it at work with a few people the other day and I was just thinking, like, if you actually thought that that man was going to end up in prison, then you're deleted. I think you're a dickhead. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. like yeah. you just you just don't. It's, it's obviously you should. Obviously you should. Yeah, yeah. I say naive actually. Yeah, because that's the thing that should happen. But you know, if you know anything about the world and how rich people constantly evade justice, you know, then it says it all, doesn't it? Really. I mean, just look at Kurt Zuma and his fucking booting his cat across the Jesus, kitchen. Jesus, yeah. That's quieting down this week. Plays, plays for West Ham. It, it's mental, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's gonna. He's just. That's just gonna go under the carpet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, disgusting. West Ham fans were singing about it at the other at Leicester as well, weren't they? I saw. I, I saw a tweet about it. Yeah. Yeah, they were singing like uh, Kurt Zuma's magic. He wears a magic hat. If you throw a cat at him, he'll kick the fucker back. <laughs> it's awful, but it's a little bit funny. Someone, a, quiz, a, a team at the uh, pub quiz last week named themselves uh, Kurt Zuma's Animal Rescue. Do <laughs> <laughs> you get, get the point for the best name? No, they didn't actually. It was, um, or was it? No, well, yeah, they did actually. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on to the tweet of the week. Liam's assured us that he's got a belter this week. So oh, mate. <laughs> let's start. let's start with Liam then. Let's start with Liam. There's only one winner, right? And the thing is, it's one of them that's like the original tweet 
And then the series of tweets that ended up underneath it that were so funny. Yeah. So I'm sure you've both seen it. It's that imagine finding out your best friend is being your dad. Oh, Couldn't yeah. fucking write it. Slag in capital letters. Unbelievable. And, and then underneath you put dirty little slag with a full stop afterwards. And then it's just some of the replies. So someone put Mother's Day not too far away. Don't forget a card. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> She's also been bowling with him and my little sisters today. Adorable. Already playing step mummy. Oh I thought that was brilliant. Friend. And then some football Twitter guy put, hi, Tia, I'm Chloe's dad if you'd like to get even. <laughs> 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 and then someone just put a picture of Jeremy Kyle on the phone and put, Graham, it's me. We're getting the band back together. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I don't know why you'd go onto Twitter asking for sympathy for this kind of thing. Like, right, but the best, oh, the best one was, do you, remember, do you remember on Soccer AM back in the day when it used to be like, our next out is... Great age. Like, great age, great age. So someone just put your dad whenever your friends walk through the front door. <laughs> I'm 18. Great age. And on, on, a, on a side note to that one, this has got nothing to do with the original tweet. Someone just um, tagged Max Rushton in it and put, is this is this you, Max Rushton? And Max Rushton replied to it saying, it is. I've spoken about this quite a lot. I didn't like the feature and it was cut a year or so after I took over the show, but it hasn't aged well, of course, from the 10 or 11 years later. And someone just put, shit yourself there, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Just a series of top quality tweets that Soccer I thought. Oh, Soccer AM went right down here when Max. So, sorry, there, there was a reply to that one where where he said about the um, I, he got caught after I'd started. Someone put, "It's not about you, Max. The girl did it. The girls did it for a bit of fun. It was hardly an audition for Epstein's Island." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, mate! Just a series of horrific <laughs> yeah. tweets. Twitter, Twitter's been good. Bad. It was good. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, Sam, you got a tweet of the week, or you said you hadn't got one earlier, so have you got one? Nah, I haven't. Boo. And no one sent, no one sent one across to me, so... Okay, anyway, right, my one. one my one is this then. Um, someone's put, here's a map I made to show you how many years you'd have to go without Netflix to afford the average price house in each UK region. So this is obviously alluding to the Kirsty Allsop article a week or so ago, where she basically said, you know, young people should just cancel their Netflix subscriptions and their gym subscriptions, and they'll be able to buy a house. So this is how many years of cancelled Netflix subscriptions it would take to buy the average uh, the average priced house in each UK region, right? So uh, the lowest is the northeast, and it would take you one thousand two hundred and thirty two years of cancelled Netflix subscriptions. Fuck Joel. Yeah, mate. Fuck Joel. But obviously the most <laughs> expensive. Yeah, exactly. Don't you know about? Obviously, the most expensive is London. It would take you 4,307 years of cancelled Netflix subscriptions to afford the average price house in London. What's everyone crying about? Just get a fucking saving. If you add gym subscriptions to that, maybe it's... It yeah, would, exactly. That's only 2,000 years away, and everyone lives to at least that age, unless you're a pussy or fucking drink Guinness. Swap 10 times. Yeah, it might change it. It might, I don't know. Um... But yeah, that's that's my that's my tweet. I think Liam's is probably. I was almost. I was also gonna. I was gonna say that tweet. Of the week, so I'm glad that you said it rather than me. Um, oh, I looked at. It, I saw it earlier. I saw it. And I was like, oh, that's definitely Liam. Oh, mate, <laughs> he's definitely honestly like last night and today. Um, just reading through it on my on my dinner and at work, just unbelievable. There was Your more dinner about... at work. How late yeah. do you work? Yeah. Huh? What? Dinner. Dinner. Dinner's, Dinner's in the evening, mate. 
Dinner is lunch, mate. Tea is the evening meal. I, f- I keep forgetting that I am on with Southerners all the time. Do you know what Don't I mean? Know about my dinner you, breaks. I, knew what well, you I say all the time, Lucy. Now I know. I know. What, I know what he meant, but I just chose to condescend him because I thought it'd be funny. You're just a prick, aren't you? That's why. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yes. Um, right. Ask the audience. Brilliant. We've got two questions this week, Woo! Uh, which is more than last week, so that's two, all right. Two more than last week. Uh, Brandon Wright <laughs> asks, can this government go a week without drama? No. What's the drama been this so week? well so far. I was going to say, is there any drama yeah. this week? It's, no, it's recess. That's why no one's there. <laughs> 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 that's why they've gone waved up. I saw, I looked, when I saw that tweet, I saw your tweet, I was like, oh, and I saw that reply, I was like, hey, it's because nothing. there's no one in Parliament. <laughs> there's nothing going on at the moment. Can't be drama when no one's there, can there? It's why I'm at There's nothing going on. Sam, I can't wait till your prime minister. It's going to be fucking hilarious. I'm not. <laughs> you are actually going to be an MP one day, aren't you? Oh, you, you, you are. I like, can see it. Is, I can see I'm it. Not. Do you know what? This podcast yeah, is going to come back to haunt it. And the thing is, you actually have to be because as soon as you become an MP, you have to then, by law, make the Pint of Politics podcast a listening every home. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the Nazis did like propaganda and shit where they yeah, like, yeah. streamed it to people's radios. Yeah, yeah. We want that. I'm just a waffling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're going to be still included on it. Just because you're MP doesn't mean you get to wiggle out of it. We want, <laughs> we want Sam Howard, Nazi-esque propaganda being polluted into the homes of everywhere in the UK. Sweet, yeah. That'd be good. Um, anyways. <laughs> so can it's come and go with my drama? I mean, they're doing all right so far, Brandon, mate. Um, but seems to be a never-ending cycle of just a shitstorm. But yeah, anyway, this question, though, from Kieran, he asks, with Norway scrapping testing requirements for all travellers, including the unvaccinated, how long do you think it will be before the rest of the world follows, or can you see some countries keeping testing requirements indefinitely? Liam, what do you think? Mm, Yeah, I can see countries keeping testing requirements definitely, definitely. Definitely. Indefinitely. <laughs> I can definitely in de- see them doing it yeah. indefinitely. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. I reckon you're more sort of like pussy old countries like France and Germany, the ones aren't as hard as us. New Zealand. Um, countries like that. Yeah. I know, I, know, I, know you, I know you love New Zealand, but... Mate, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do think that, um, that General Mao over there is going to keep it in, but um, yeah... Uh, yeah, the countries like that definitely. I think countries like you more. To be honest, you more right wing countries like America, Israel, the UK. Countries like that are like, nah, nah, not, we're not doing that anymore. I think you more sort of liberal governments will keep it in. Um, liberal, a lot of places, in a liberal in inverted commas imposing mandates on on the people. Yeah. How liberal is that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it's a bit of a fucking bit of a weird one, that, isn't it? But yeah, that's my opinion on it. Sam, what do you think? I uh, yeah, I completely agree. Mm. I think they'll, they'll, some people will keep it indefinitely. I mean, I'm going to Italy in a few weeks and they're still keeping it in. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think I've said this like quite a lot of times. Like, not just, I agree with what, what you've said, what both of you have said, really. I think there will be some countries who are just so far gone in this that they'll just continue doing it kind of, this kind of thing. Um, but I've, and I've, and it's not just countries as well. I think it's people. I, I st- I, like In the UK now, we're quite lucky, really. I may say lucky. I don't want to. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, I'm so grateful for our 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 freedoms that should be, freedoms. you know, given. Granted. But, no, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. But we are quite lucky in the sense that we are probably one of the most free countries in mm-hmm. in Europe 
at the moment yeah. with with you know we've got no no restrictions literally no restrictions except self isolation which is going in a week's time a few weeks yeah yeah so yeah this is what I mean it's we're we're quite lucky but I still see and this is what I'm gonna this is the point I'm going back to is about the the, the sort of psychological impact that this whole thing has had on people. I still see people like knocking about outside with like masks on and shit. I still, it's still not uncommon for me to see like people with two masks on and whatever. And it is getting better though. Let's be honest. Better, you know, yeah, 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 so yeah, no, 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 a million percent, a million percent is nowhere near as bad. Um, and majority of people aren't like this, but it's, it's, it's a small minority. Don't get me it's wrong. It's a bloke on my floor at work who just, who'll only, he'll walk to the tea room, walk to the toilet, which is literally either, either side of his office wear a mask as soon as he's out of that office door he's wearing a mask I was like mate just go to the pisser chill out yeah. Yeah. It's, this is what I mean like it's there's the, the psychological damage that it's done on a lot of these people is... it sounds like he's the sort of person that would wear a rubber for having a wank <laughs> that's what I mean though like <laughs> can't be too safe mate Mate, so if 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 countries are you know still gonna, I think you're, I think the basically the answer question is yes. Like you said, Liam, countries some countries will still impose these restrictions. I think indefinitely, um, unless there's some sort of massive global tide tide turning. But you know, I think some countries are too far gone, just like some people are too far gone. And I think some people, I think if you're still like knocking about wearing a mask outside now and that, then you're just gonna do it forever. And ultimately, though, like I don't really care to be honest yeah, because either. it doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. Like we've always been advocates of just do what you want, but yeah, I have been, yeah, I have been. On what I'm I have doing. been like, I can't lie, like it's 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 not. It doesn't annoy me, but I'm just kind of like, like what you're not. Whatever. I just don't care. If you want to wear that, it's fine. It's just that it doesn't oppose me anymore. And as long as you don't look at me like I'm some piece of shit because I'm not wearing one, then that's fine. If if you if you want to be extra careful because you've got elderly parents and you want to. Be the epitome of care. Like, fair enough, whatever. That's fine. Crack on. And to be honest, even the people that you see wearing masks these days, they're usually all right. They're not like... Like, before, if you didn't wear one and everyone... Like, you didn't, like... Well, that's the thing, though. They're, they're the minority now. They're the minority. Yeah, yeah, they're the people minority. People still wear masks, so... Yeah. But, and I think... And like I said, I was, I was saying, this to, saying this to Danielle the other day. I was like, we were just out and about and, like, a couple of people would walk past us outside with masks on. I was like... Do you, I said to her, do you reckon these people will just continue wearing masks for the rest of their life? She was like, yeah, I think I think so. And I said, yeah, you're probably right, to be fair. So, yeah, I just I just think the damage, and I say damage because I think it is damage because realistically, if you think you're protecting yourself outside wearing fucking three masks or whatever, then you're just a donut. Um, you know, you're more likely to get hit by, an, more likely to get hit by a bus than, you know, even get severely ill from coronavirus, especially if you've had a million vaccines, which I imagine these people have had. Um, the big question though coming out of yeah. that is where are we doing pilot politics goes abroad oh mate goes abroad that would just be yeah. so sick what if we're all like we'd have to do it somewhere proper proper like Benidorm or somewhere <laughs> I recorded an episode yeah I've got like a summer like ahead of me so I've got I don't start a new job till September so what, you do like Sweet. a swift weekend in Benidorm or something? Yeah, pint of politics yeah. take Benidorm. Yeah, pint of, pint of politics take Benidorm. Pint of politics take Benidorm by storm. <laughs> you could even do like a little 30 minute featured film about what goes into doing the podcast. Nothing, nothing goes into it. <laughs> Literally very minimal effort. Like, no, what take? Will it be? Will it be? It was us. If we do we record it, then we fuck off and Milton sits in the hotel room. Yeah, I'm it, sitting on the, on the balcony editing for fucking ages. <laughs> it, on, the, on the balcony with at least 
three or four brasses there, though, to spruce up the, the view. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll tell Danielle that you're far too much of a pussy to ever go near a brass in real life, and it is literally just for views. How about that? Yeah, go for it, mate. You'd have to, you'd have to, you'd have to float that one with her, see what she says. But <laughs> what's yeah. the number? <laughs> Bring it out. It's oh one two one do one. Um. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, so that was Ask the Audience. Thank you very much for your questions. Uh, a couple of good questions there, to be fair. Get them in for next week when we do a little tweet reply to that. We usually do it on the day of the podcast or like the day before, so keep an eye on it. If you are, if you want our opinion on anything, which is weird. But anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to move on to talk about the protests in Canada. Now, this is something that's been rumbling on for a couple of weeks and we've not really covered it. And I feel like we should have done because it's something that's quite, uh, it's sort of, it's one of those things that sort of always seems to be in the news, but never really, it's never like massive news. It's just in the news. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't, um, they don't want to report it. That's, maybe that's true. Basically, for those who don't know, and it's very likely that you won't know because this is a, like you say, like I said, it's a very, um, not particularly well, well covered event. Um, so in Canada, the there are truckers who are protesting against uh, the the vaccine mandates that have been imposed by Justin Trudeau and the the, the Canadian government. There, they're basically I don't know what what they're doing. They 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 just it, uh, yeah, they're like parked up in like their Parliament Square essentially, so outside. Yeah. So they're basically yeah they they've parked their trucks out, causing a bit of disruption. Uh, you know, sort of, you know, nice power to the workers, something Liam would absolutely love, obviously. Um, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so essentially that's, that's what's happening. Uh, they're protesting against vaccine mandates, but there's been a, a sort of development in the last 24 hours. Sorry, I'm just watching Liam go and scram fucking Pringles. Yeah, <laughs> what flavour are they? Spicy sweet chilli. Sorry, I fucking sank two of them cans already. I'm, Bit hungry. What are you doing for him? Shocking. Um, anyway. Professional. Yeah, professional as always. Um, you literally ate pizza with sriracha sauce on it on the New Year's special. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad I mean? brought Have you, mate. <laughs> Have a day off. Yeah, it's quality though, <laughs> mate. Anyway, um, so yeah, these truckers protesting, but recently, uh, in the last sort of day or so, Justin Trudeau has said that they're going to freeze the bank accounts of the truckers participating in the protest. So essentially it's gone from people opposing vaccine mandates and simply supporting, you know, bodily autonomy to as a result of that, them having their bank accounts frozen. This is mental. Isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. But you know, I read somewhere as well, apparently over half of the, uh, money which has been donated to these truckers has come from Canadians, right? So it's come from, there's like some like organisation funding this thing. It's like actual people of Canada are like, no, I support this as well. Half the money, they've, made, they've raised millions for it as well. So it's like ridiculous. It's clearly just, they're not listening to the people. Yeah, literally the mental thing is about Canada as well is what you have to remember in this is like Canada's not the US. Like in the US, you, you look at like anti-vaxxers and all that, they're usually just a bunch of like far-right lunatics. Mm. But Looking when you look at like... Canada is like a really well-educated and reasonable country. Like the people in Canada are usually quite reasonable. They're known about like a mild temper and being reasonable. So if they're in support of this, 
it shows that how fucked up it really is. And yeah, solidarity to the workers over there, man. Like Canadian society is supposed to be very similar to our own as well, right? So, you, it, yeah, so it's not like we've got some lunatics over there, like you said. Who is, yeah. These are people who, in my view, like most rational people, will have come to the conclusion that actually imposing vaccine mandates is, um, it's, it's immoral. It's immoral. It's immoral to tell anyone what to do with their body because, and at the end of the day, like it's, you know, these people, the, the people who are supporting these vaccine mandates, right. Are allegedly liberals and pro, you know, pro choice in, for instance, an abortion debate. I don't know particularly about Justin Trudeau's politics, but if you're going to be, if, if you're going to be on the left and you're going to be a liberal, that liberal ideology genuine generally encompasses you know, being, you know, quite, you know, do whatever you want with your life. That's that's liberalism, pretty much. In a nutshell, it's leaving people to do whatever is best for them and letting them have the choice. And it's the same thing with, you know, medical issues like abortion. Liberals will say, well, it's a woman's right to choose. I agree with that. But you can't then say in the same breath, we're going to impose vaccine mandates we're going to tell everyone they have to get a vaccine if they want to do the job that they still do. Like a large not... amount, and a large amount of these these people protesting have all been double jabbed as well, right? So it's not like they're anti-vax; they're just anti. They said the vaccine mandates. Well, that's what I mean. I'm not. I'm not anti-vax, and I've said this multiple times on podcasts. I've had. I've had two doses. I'm not at my booster. Um, the only reason I'll have the booster is if it's a requirement to go abroad to a country. Well, even that, what, even to. that, what you just said there, even that, what you just said there is mental. The fact that you're only going to do that if you're forced to, so you can go on holiday. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's mental, yeah, isn't it? Like, even that in itself is ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? I don't ha- yeah, I, mean, yeah, I yeah. don't. That one doesn't bother me as much. You have like traveling to have a vaccine, actually have a tra- traveling around doesn't bother me as much as my own country forcing on me. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. To be fair, yeah, it's still. We're not asked with it with the vaccine and stuff now. It's not, you know, we're not, we don't care. Like I say, there's no vaccine passports now. So I just, I ultimately see no benefit to me getting a booster jab. But like I say, I had the the first two doses. Um, so I'm not anti-vax. I just don't particularly feel threatened by COVID. You know, if, if, if someone was telling me to get a, a vaccine against something that is potentially going to kill me, um, then I'd say, yeah, okay, fair enough. But very, very, very unlikely that COVID is going to kill me. It doesn't reduce you know, a transmission. 20, a 20-year-old healthy male. Uh, That's the big who's, thing. Who's quite fit as well, but yeah. It doesn't reduce transmission. It's it it's supposed to prevent serious illness in those who are vulnerable, right? So that's why you still got people who are vaccinated giving it out and receiving it. Yeah, you yeah, still yeah. get it, but like yeah. you're off it receiving it. <laughs> and we all love we all love a bit of receiving it every now and again fuck it out Liam's just finding ways to tell us his girlfriend pegs him <laughs> he's had to get like, if, if you don't like being pegged then there's a serious problem with you uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway um, but yeah maybe, no, this maybe a few cans of Guinness up the bum but not, not like a fake girl there or anything. <laughs> no but it's what I mean though like, at, the end of the, at the end of the day right I like I said, not any vax, but I support freedom of choice. So, if you don't want to have the vaccine, that's fine. I don't particularly agree with people who think it's some sort of mad conspiracy theory that some, you know, some dickhead trying to inject you with five G. I, I, I think that's bollocks. But 
I respect your decision because ultimately it doesn't affect me in any way, shape or form. Because if I've had a vaccine, I'm protected. And it's, I think this, this, this particularly is a really interesting sort of crossroads for those on the left, because like we say, I feel like the whole vaccine mandates versus no vaccine mandates, lockdown versus no lockdowns is a left, right issue. Um, it's not as black as white. It's not as black and white and binary as that, but I feel like those on the left are more supportive of lockdowns and restrictions. I mean, we've seen that in, you know, in, in New Zealand, she, you know, Jacinda Ardern's a very left-leaning uh, leader and they've got one of the, some of the strictest COVID regulations in the world. Whereas in countries like us, you know, we've got Boris Johnson, he's, he's, you know, a bit right-wing, pretty much no restrictions now. So it's a left-right issue. And I feel like the left are now a weird sort of crossroads where they've got workers who in Canada who are, you know, reclaiming their, their right against the, against the state, you know, they're protesting against, against the man and, you know, use exercising their right uh, to protest and strike and, you know, cause disruption. And, you know, on the face of it, that from a left wing perspective is, is good. You know, you want to empower the workers, but also they're protesting against the vaccine mandate which generally the left quite like the idea of which is weird so i feel like the, the left are kind of sitting there going oh wow what do we do what you know do we, what do we think about are, are these good people i mean they're, they are good, they are workers that. they are workers fighting against the state but they're also not fighting for a cause that we like Grr, you know job I, mean? that I have the answer for everything then isn't it and that is just be more like me no um, no, but yeah, you know what I mean though. Like, no, I'm not saying this is everyone on the left because I know there are a few. I know for a fact of it. I know of a few. I mean, obviously yourself, Liam, but there's other people I know on Twitter who are you know left leaning and and are completely against all the sort of restrictions and everything that's that's been happening. But and the thing is, I'm not even left leaning. I'm basically fucking reincarnation of General Mao. Not quite that bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> say, is that really someone you want to convey? No, a, a, few, a few less murders and a few more, a few, a few more liberal ideas, and you're not far off. Yeah, I just, I just find like few I, less murders. A few less, few less, less not, murders. Not many, not many. <laughs> I just, I just find this whole thing like mental. Like uh, yeah. uh, it's, it is. This is, this is over a, f- a, a fucking virus, which people have predominantly most people especially in western countries and developed countries have been vaccinated against you know even if you haven't been vaccinated against it you probably still like to survive uh on average it's 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 madness to me it's absolute madness that this kind of thing is that he's freezing their bank accounts that is absolutely mental how can a state have that much power and it's the people who are going to support him as well, who are going to support them. They're like, yeah, oh, and that's, like that's, food that's, yeah. and blankets and stuff. They're getting arrested. It's like, that's sorry. The sc- that's the scary. The scarier thing is people will be going, yeah, fair enough, Justin. You know what I mean? Mm. People will be like, yeah, he's doing the right thing. I hate to break it to you, Connor, but you're sounding a little bit like an anarchist at the moment. And, uh, I'm not sounding like an anarchist. I might be I'm, not, I'm, not an anarchist. I'm not an anarchist. I'm not an anarchist. I just believe now. He's getting triggered now, isn't he? I just believe in the... state have this much power? And then he's like, I'm yeah, not an there's, a, there's a difference yeah, between saying I don't want the state to have too much power and yeah. saying I want the state to be completely overthrown. I've just said I, I just said I don't think they should be freezing the bank accounts of their citizens, <laughs> you weapon. Yeah, all right, that's a bite. I'll that's a bite. Yeah. That's definitely a bite. 
No, but it's mental though, isn't it? It's absolutely mad. Like, imagine that. Imagine opposing a vaccine mandate and getting your fucking bank account frozen. That's just what. What more can you do at that point? I mean, it's 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 a tactic that's purely designed to get people to back on board with the with the you know taking the vaccine and to get people to abandon their the truckers to abandon their their disruptive action. That's that's what it is, and it's it's and horrific. Their principles. And their principles and their yeah. morals. It's it's disgusting. And honestly, I'm glad we're not that mental over here. Like I st- I still see I see a lot of stuff, you know, about countries like this. Canada's now becoming one of them, weirdly. New Zealand New Zealand as well. You know, these countries are a proper far gone. And I just think thank God for that. You see, we're making uh lateral flow tests that aren't gonna be free anymore mm. from next week. Yeah. <laughs> It just means no one's ever going to test. It's like, get it. Yeah, it was like, it was like Keir Starmer. Keir Starmer did a quote earlier. It was like, uh, oh yeah, I'm concerned because uh, I, I just think this will reduce the amount of people testing. Yeah, that's the whole fucking point, mate. Like, honestly, did you, did, when you had a cold before, did you do a lateral flow test to make sure it wasn't, uh, you know, Leave chronic it. flu? You know what I mean? You just went, Whatever, I'll stay at home if I'm that bad for a couple of days. Yeah, that's just like the end of like these self isolation rules. If you're going to feel so crap, you all just want to stay in bed and stay at home anyway. Mate. To I'm... be honest, most of the time you're even like, I feel crap. You just go to work and pass that shit on to anyone. <laughs> Mate, most, you know people, most people can't afford yeah. to take a day off work as well. That's an important thing. Like, And yeah, this this is what I mean. Once once the self isolation rules um, are no longer, then I think that. Ultimately, I think we should. I think they should stop reporting the cases on a daily basis, mainly because I think they'll fall through their ass, so they probably do it anyway. Because who's gonna t- who's gonna test themselves if it means nothing? You've got a positive COVID test. Oh well, don't have to self isolate. So, you know, it's just it's just now, and we're now before a lot of other countries, which is nice, becoming coming to the point where this is normal, um, and you know, rightly so. I saw a tweet from you know, Deputy Good Asani earlier saying, oh, this is disgraceful, oh, this is madness. Like, she's only fuming that as a, you know, lockdown scientist that she's not going to get as much coverage anymore. That's that's literally all, you know, these people are seeing their fame slip away from them. You know, your, your, your Deputy Good Asani's, your, your Julia Grace Patterson's, your fucking Eric Ding, anyone, all of these people, man, like they're just going to see it all disappear because no one cares about their stupid opinions anymore. And I can't wait. Yeah. Is that, is that a round of applause? Cheers. Cheers. Anyways. Uh, anyways. Anyways. Anyways, on to more important news. Anyway, on to more important news. We'll move on to the final bit of the podcast, which is the worst take of the week. And, well, it's not really a take as such, but it's still horrendous. Um, actually I'm going to change who I'm going to give it to because I've just scrolled through my own timeline I was going to give it to this boxer because I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter over the weekend he like posted pictures of him and his missus like smiling at Auschwitz and stuff did you see it? <laughs> no it was horrendous honestly it was like those like pure selfies and then being like cheese smile like with Auschwitz in the background it was fucking mental honestly and he was fully like blindly defended himself for ages, but he's deleted his Twitter account now. Um, 
Anyway, I'm going to give the worst take of the week this week. Uh, and she's deserved it because fucking she's awful every every day. I could find a worst take of the week for her. Sam, do you know what it's going to be? No, we'll just roll it. You froze. Just roll, we're rolling our eyes at you. No, sorry. I said I said I could have a worst take of the week for her every day. Oh, is it the Sophie girl? <laughs> yeah, Sophie Kakorin. She's going to be your worst take of the week this week because Loughborough University basically tweeted the other day that um, they've repainted one of their zebra crossings on campus to the LGBT colours, um, like the rainbow and all that. Sophie Kakoran quote tweets it saying, ah, oh, yes, let's screw over blind people. How very inclusive and progressive. Someone replies to her saying, you see those knobbly bits on the drop on the drop curb? That's how blind people can tell it's a crossing. One of the things about being blind is you can't fucking see colours. She replies to that with, confuses the, the, gu- the guide dogs, which puts blind people in danger. How about trying to be less of a bigot? Someone replies, dogs are fucking colour blind. <laughs> <laughs> so for that absolute I mean I, honestly like I say you could pick out a million of her stupid fucking tweets and she's really big, she's really she lives rent free in my head she absolutely lives rent free in my head she really does like hey, I, did I tell you that I walked past her the other day I wanted to go up to her to get her to record a little thing for you but I was like oh, <laughs> you walked past her the other day yeah I walked past her I sent you a video I'm pretty sure what, in London yeah just outside work I was just, I literally went, I always went up to her I was just like all right, can I just record something to my mate? Call it, please. And then I was like, oh, no, no. Mate, <laughs> she's right. an absolute weapon. <laughs> I've not got a worst view of the week, which made me laugh. So the GMP Stratford, which is like a uh, police force in Manchester, tweeted, Borough Wayfan arrested for child neglect last night after choosing to leave his 11-year-old child in the hotel after the game whilst he went into town celebrating their victory drinking. We have looked after the child and an unhappy mum on her way down from Middlesbrough to collect it. <laughs> that, child, that child is a fucking grass. It's just fucking awful. Middlesbrough beating United away and it's like, right, fuck off you little prick. He's staying in the hotel. Mate, he's 11. He could have just gone to sleep. <laughs> it's just yeah. completely and utterly disgusting and I love it. It's quite funny though. Yeah, it's quite funny. It's quite like, funny. But no, like, what's going to happen to him? He's in a hotel room. He's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like a Madeleine McCann situation where like the window's open and like some nonce from Portugal is going to come in and grab it. It's not as if Ghislaine Maxwell's rooming next door or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um, cool on that note <laughs> on that note I think we'll wrap no, it up I think that's enough for one day <laughs> I think that's enough for one day um, yeah Sam have you enjoyed being back back on the pod of course mate mate it's wait. been mint it's been mint having Sam back honestly it makes it oh, so much better it. where are you, where are you, where are you why are you going to shack each other how about that uh, that's what he's got to London a few weeks for <laughs> oh okay so, uh, Sam, where are you? Um... April, April the twenty third. What? You, April twenty third. Yeah, yeah. I've already invited you, you little bastard. But you said you were too busy watching more come away or some of the fucking shite ground no that you never. Like, what, what are you on about? I'm coming to He's London coming for Luton London. away, so Sam's going to come meet. Yeah, us no, you invited me to Luton away. I'm not going to go to Luton. Yeah, but I said that I, I no, specifically just said I'm in London. London for the weekend. You're like about it. I'll be in come Leeds. Down. Come down. No. Nah, mate, come down. Come come watch the, the Mighty Tangerines with me. And then uh, we'll take, take, 
take you out on take you out on the last round, London Town, lad. No. 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 Pussy. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Sam, <laughs> where, you, where, where are you playing football tonight? Just at the local ground, local Horsham ground. What is it? Is it is it five aside or? No, it's the uh, team that I play for down here. You play for a team? Yeah. I never knew that. No, you do. This is quality content, mate. I know. I'm just... just, Anyways. um, (laughs) Good luck. Hope you lose. Um, (laughs) Hope you break your leg. (laughs) Hope you break both legs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Liam, have you enjoyed yourself? Of course. Sam, look at Sam. Look at Liam. He's three, mate. He's three Sam, Guinnesses down now, mate. Sam, Sam, look at Liam. Yeah, I'm looking at him. That's loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I finished work at like half six, seven o'clock most nights. Suck one. You've been working at home, you dickhead. No, I haven't been. This is the first time I've worked at home since fucking I October. Thought mate. Oh, I, I thought the male gigolos didn't have a finishing time. You could have a few hours off. <laughs> what time are you off tonight, mate? <laughs> been a long night, yeah. You've been working hard, yeah. Sat there with your Chelsea shirt on, mate. That's sus as fuck. That Chelsea rent boys, Chelsea rent boys, <laughs> which has actually been banned recently. Connor, you homophobe, yeah. Well, it's not been banned from the podcast that I produce and edit and script and do everything, so I make the fucking rules around here, Liam. All right, mate, we're not scripted. I, mate, some... I do. I plan it. I don't script it, but I mate, plan this is it. some pure waffling that our fans are going to love. I'm just trying to fill I want to get over 50 minutes. Um, mate, he goes through. He goes through the script. He's like, right, okay, I can say Stuart. I'll mention Stuart here. <laughs> mate, so fuck that, I had a few Do you realise how long it took me to do the end of year episode? Do you realise how long, how much planning that took me? <laughs> Honestly, you would be absolutely finished without me, you slags. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> twinkle toes. Anyways. Um, Okay, cool. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we'll be back again next week with another episode for you, no doubt. Um, we're on social media, Partner Politics on Instagram, Twitter. Get involved with that. And yeah, thank you very much for listening. We'll speak to you again next week. Music.